we've managed to get a sponsor and the company is called Cymax. They're a company that sells supplements. I personally advise Fizz to help with mental health and whether you're on Op Massive or wanting to lose weight, Cymax has you covered. Yeah, so we've always intended to have a relevant sponsor for the podcast and with us wanting to stay fighting fit, it makes perfect sense to have Cymax as our first sponsor. Use the code WALT equals three. That's all capitals. Whiskey, Alpha, Lima, Tango, equal sign, and number three for a further 10% of an already fairly priced product. And not only is the code helping you, it's helping us. Every time our code is used, we get a cut of the sale, which we're saving up to buy things for the podcast, like microphone, camera, rent for a studio, etc. <laughs> right, let's introduce it. So, welcome back to the Bottom Third Podcast. I'm Danny. Joining me is Ricky and Alex. Hello. All right. There you go. We've got a guest on, our first female guest, which is Marie. Say hi, Marie. Hi, everyone. There you go. Um, so the way we run the podcast typically is icebreaker, and within that icebreaker, you have to tell us when you lost your virginity, and that's like the ongoing gag. So uh, if you want to take the wheel, do your icebreaker, and then we'll just take it from there. Marie? Marie, you got already. <laughs> no, I was just, it. I, no, I was just trying to remember, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it failed out already. No, <laughs> it was the first time. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm just trying to think of this, the first time when I wasn't alone. <laughs> right. When you wasn't alone. <laughs> Does that not count? When you choose a, virginity, you're definitely not, not normally alone. That's the... I'm, a, I'm a Tracy Ullman fan, so my first time was with a Denman brush. Um, and I think I was probably um, 18 18, that's like the most sensible age I know, but yeah, well done oh god, tell us a bit about yourself like, what do you do Um, I'm a a Geordie as you can tell Um, um, I left school when I was 15 because I wanted to make some money and um, I started working and I used to price prescriptions you know the prescriptions that you get off doctors yeah, yeah. i used yeah. to i used to price them on a dot matrix computer and me and my mate used to sit next to each other and the, we used to have um bingo had prescription bingo in the morning and the first one that got a prescription for anusol was the winner <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty quick because there's loads of arseholes in newcastle i'm just down the road i'm in teesside oh well, yeah yeah, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Nice. Smoggy. I'm a smoggy. Very red, nice. Red, you know red car? I'm actually red car. Oh, red posh car. red car. Yeah, red car. Sorry. Yeah. Red I was car's told, posh. It is. I was told I could, you know, stop if I had a um, puncture in red car, but anywhere else in the northeast, you have to ride on the rim until you get to somewhere safe. Ride on the rim? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to red car? Of course, I have. I fucking dumb. It's a beautiful little seaside town. I thought you were talking about. <laughs> There's some race. They have races in Redcar. Oh, well, yeah, Redcar races. Yeah. What the fuck is this map yeah. reading 101? Let's get back to the fucking. <laughs> what cat badge were you and fucking all that fish? Oh, cat badge, right. So I was in the Royal Air Force. We don't have cat badges. Oh. But you do, just, just one. You just one. one. <laughs> well, yeah, we do. Just one. So, but my trade was I was a weapons engineer for ah. 37 years. So tell me a bit about uh, weapon engineering, because I feel like... Uh, well, 
weapon engineering for the RAF is a little bit of a mix a mixed bag because in the um in the army you would have armorers and artificers. So um in the Air Force you could do anything from small arms to ejection seats to bomb disposal to fast jets. Ejections right, please please tell me that you fucking stuck an ejection seat in someone's fucking office chair. Please. Uh, mm, mm, not really. Oh. I'd like to say yes, but they're too bloody big. Like I say, ain't they just like a small explosion? Yeah. It can <laughs> like, break your limbs like, and stuff, can it? Can't, can't it? Like, yeah. when you, when a... Hang on, hang on. So, like, um, airbag seats, airbags, they used to, like, that's a common thing where they put put them in seats, and they have the tendency to break bones in the spine. I cannot only fucking imagine how much damage an ejection sheet is going to fucking do if, they put, if it was put into someone's office chair. You'd definitely be in front of the commanding officer. That that way. <laughs> but you'd be through the fucking roof. And I bet, I bet they're not cheap as well. They're probably about 180 grand a piece, I bet. And, and the rest. Oh, there you go then, see. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, let's, let's so not be cracking on with that. There's, there's a rule in the Air Force that if you're a pilot and you eject more than three times, then you are, you are desk bound for a very long time because it compresses your spine about an inch and a half every time. And the I fact you're destroyed. That. Three freaking planes that are worth like <laughs> million, million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Unless you're a navigator and you eject all by your lonesome, which has happened. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say if you keep if you've ejected out with three planes and you you're clearly a shit pilot. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, tell 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 us a little bit about the chair force. Like, what do you actually do aside from like sitting hotels and shit like that? You want to know about the chair? You mean the ejection seat? No, the chair force. The air we force. call it the chair force. The so chair force. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Why do you call it the chair force? Come on. It rhymes with air force. <laughs> oh. And most of you sit in chairs rather than the field. Oh, Alex, that's that's mean. You you are that um, like well well in well in tune with chairs. You have ejector seats. We have we have ejector seats. Well, um, I just sorry, go on. Go on, no, no. I was just going to say there, we like, added something on TikTok the other day where I was saying how there's a, the saying is that the, the army sleep under the stars, the uh, the Navy navigate by the stars, and the RAF rate the hotels by the stars. Yes, exactly it. The so army it. dig in, we check in. Yeah, that one I like it, though. Uh, I'm going to get that tattooed on my ass. <laughs> I've, I've beat you to it. I can give you a great uh, contact for that. Whoa, no contact around here, yeah? Just put me in touch. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that not the right word to say that, on that's here? That's the wrong word to say. Right. So go on. Tell me a bit about like the antics, like when you like spill beans and someone else, like your fucking personal assistant has to like sweep them up and shit. My first job was um, working in a bomb dump at Royal Air Force Coningsby in Lincolnshire. So you're young. I'm like 17, 18, joined when I was 17. And um, you're pretty much given free reign in a, a very big site, which houses a very um, large amount of missiles in this particular case. And we used to get up to all sorts. <laughs> one thing that we did do one time was um, it had snowed pretty badly. One of the buildings was really tall. It had a crane in it. And... Um, at the side of this um, building was a massive drop. And we decided to push all the snow from the top into it to see who would dare jump off the top 
into the snow and it, it must have been about 30 foot so it wasn't um it wasn't a small drop but unbeknown to the person that was going to jump we there was a land rover underneath this one once okay. and he landed and um yeah he, he went through the roof of the land rover <laughs> so that wasn't a good day we all got megabolic luckily it was all right but yeah it wasn't it wasn't good um so i'm not gonna lie that's, that's so- one of the antics that genuinely sounds actually like ruthless. I wouldn't do that. Like the, it, mo- the most we got in the likes was we got uh, we got chucked in a in a pond, obviously in the middle of winter, like ice over. We got chucked in there, bollock naked, but that's about it. And that wasn't like a thirty foot drop. That was just like, obviously off the fucking what they called. It's like a Cliff. no, it's like a little, little sangers. No, it's oh, like, Jay. Yeah, it's like a little pier sort of thing, but small. I don't know what the fuck they're called, but yeah, you got chucked off one of them, and that was about it. But not fucking 30 foot into a Land Rover. Jesus Christ. We were stopped chucking people into the static tanks that we used to call them for the uh, water source if something went on fire because um, someone threw a stick in for the boss's dog and um, they went to tea break. And when they came back, the boss's dog was dead. It drowned. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I thought you were going to say he got poisoned or something by somebody. No, no, because the sides had slopes and the dog couldn't actually climb out because of the slope and sides. Poor dog. I know. I know that's haunted me. It wasn't me that put through the stick in, by the way. It's that's haunted me for years. Okay, it's man. sad, isn't it? I'm sorry to bring this bring it down a bit, but yeah. No, it's fine. We're, right. we're all about shit, this. I've just realized as well <laughs> that my fucking my, my mic was a bit fucking low. It should hear me a bit better now. But um yeah, go on. Sorry, what so you saying, the... go on. What? Oh, I don't know what I was saying. You was about you to fucking send something. Oh, it's fine. We'll oh, just God. yeah. Uh. Crack on. No, I was, I was going to say, yes, the bomb disposal within the um, RAF's been disbanded now, you know, if you knew about that. Yeah, I, I, I knew. It's um, it's sad, but, um, yeah, I suppose everybody's um, pulling their purse strings in, aren't they? So the, the army have it. Uh, yeah, because I did, I did EOD within within the army, and so obviously I, I've come across your guys before, licensing and stuff, so, well, yeah. I've come across you. Why, come across would the, why would the RAF need EOD? I don't understand. Because... Because I think the idea was that they dealt with things like aircraft stuff. So, like, you've got the engineers who dealt with mainly CMD, which is your, your big, well, the massive things, that, like World War Two airdrops, big fucking massive bombs. And then we had us, which was IED, the ROC, and then you had the um, the Navy, which primarily deal with things at sea because we haven't got boats and fucking alike to get out to the uh, to the to the to the sea yeah, so yeah everyone swim had to test, never mind fucking diffuse bombs in the water <laughs> exactly so basically everyone had their own thing so i'm guessing as well say for instance uh and this i might be wrong correct me if i'm wrong that say the RAF um went to to launch one of their fucking missiles or whatever and it didn't fucking activate a fucking plane they when it landed the RAF eod would deal with that because it would yeah i don't know on a, on a hang up, on a hang up. It was mainly for um, airfield denial. So in in the wars, conventional wars, um, uh, airfield denial would have been um, an airfield would have been strafed and they would have put bomblets down and then the Air Force would have come in and cleared the um, the bomblets from the airfield. So they uh, were okay. to preserve the airfield primarily. But then, they, you know, we... We have everything. We had everything from thousand-pound bombs, etc. And I think I think they diversified quite a lot. And I think a lot of them worked down at Didcot. 
Um, yeah, because I think you did, because like, we used to get called out, like, on average, if I was on duty, you'd probably, I'd get at least one to two calls a day out, mm-hmm. like, mainly CMD stuff, World War II munitions, grenades in the granddad's shed and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, the RAF and the engineers barely ever get called out, to be honest. It was just us, because mm-hmm. we primarily deal with the, the police all the time. Yeah, every unit used to have two EOD, um, EOD teams specifically to clear the airfield. Right, I don't understand uh, how a fucking missile wouldn't even like go off when you drop it from such a great height. It's like, do the missiles have like matte black safety clips that need taken off or something? I don't understand how they just don't go off. Yeah, I don't have a clue about that kind of fucking stuff. So the, a, a missile's got to, got to have so many things to happen before it, it goes off. Um, but it, it's what I'm sure you'll know. It's it's it, what you call an explosive train, you know, in a, a sequence of events. And if any one of those events doesn't happen then the the missile will, will fall in a if you like but still have a payload um so they would have to first launch off the aircraft um and if that's the rocket motor at the back firing and then it would have to um send out signals it'd have to come alongside a heat source which is usually the engines of a, a aircraft and then it would have to have if it sent out a million signals per second which they do They'd only have to have two returns for then that to activate the um, fuse, and then the fuse would activate the the warhead. It's no wonder you. It's, it's, do you know what? Holy shit! It's no wonder you lot don't get anything done. You've got so much fucking shit to fucking add to a missile. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If it was the army, it'd just be no. pulled a pin, throw it, knit. Yeah, well, do you know what? I was just thinking there. That's I used to just think because I didn't really know what the RAF EOD did because I never really, like I've been licensing with them. That's it, but. I just thought that because, like, there was situations, for example, where, uh, it, for example, Iraq and Afghan. I'm sure you lads have either seen it or heard about it, where the uh, an RPG struck uh, the bar armor, and then obviously you've got a, a an RPG effectively stuck in the side that hasn't exploded, and it's stuck in the side of the um, in the bar armor, and then obviously I just thought like when it comes to aircrafts and shit, I thought there wouldn't be. The RAF wouldn't trust the army going anywhere near freaking millions of pounds worth of kit. Like they'll trust us with a Mazdaf or a fucking something like that. But I thought they wouldn't let. Wow, well, they would let an army bomb disposal team anywhere near a freaking multi-million pound aircraft. Yeah, that's something. I don't know if we can actually talk about this in the podcast. But like, who looks after the nukes? Is it army or fucking one of the other two? Isn't it navy? I thought it was navy. Was it navy? Well, it's, they're all they're all on the nuclear. So you've got they're all obviously our 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 nuclear capability is on the submarines. And so, obviously, you've got, for instance, everyone knows, it's not secret, uh, Fires Lane is, is the nuclear submarine base. Hang on, before, um, before we carry is on. Is it? Oh, my God, you're breaking fucking secrets there, mate. No, it's okay. not a secret. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Right, Putin, Fires just Lane. take an E, get your notebook and pen out. We'll, 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 we'll fucking <laughs> brief no, you Everyone up knows. Mate. There's a peace camp outside. I once went to Fires Lane, and there was a, like a, there's a big gypsy, like, not gypsy, what they call them, like a big um, them hill, oh, hillbillies, what the fuck do you call them? Them peace, like, tree huggers. Hold on, I think there's I think there's some people you've not offended there. <laughs> oh yeah, gypsies, no, hillbillies, like, who else? The ones who like the ones who go peace, man, and like TNDs. Yeah, well, there's a big camp outside where like they permanently live outside and just signs saying disarm the nukes and all this shit. But even just to go to the NAFI, you get asked like they've got arms, they've got the nuclear constabulary. It's like a police force, but it's it's specially designed for all firearms and well trained to look after the nuclear sites and so they have them on nuclear power plants as well 
Um, mate, ima- imagine yeah. a fucking red ass NDs and fucking fires it into a nuke. You'd be fuming, mate. I don't know. They're fucking obviously. I don't know like much about nukes. I've nothing to do with them, obviously. But I mean, what well, I just know that they just no one gets anywhere near them. Just to get to the Naffy, I got asked for ID twice just to get to the Naffy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They've got constantly that. That was just to get to the Naffy. So imagine trying to get anywhere near a nuke. It's not gonna happen, <laughs> is it? It's not going to happen, no. Yeah, definitely. No. Obviously, now and again, now and again, the hippies cut holes in the fence and that. Do you know, just being a bit of a dick. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> right. So tell tell us a bit about like what else the fucking the chair force get up to. Like any like weird sex stuff. Like I know most of it's going to be like gay, but <laughs> there, who, who's, who's who's gayer, Raph or Navy or Paris? Well, Alex, <laughs> have you, Alex, have you told them? Yeah, I think yes. so. Yeah, I know. What? <laughs> <laughs> what don't I Dan, know? Danny's not been briefed. I'm assuming it's it's the batting for the other side. Uh well, yeah, I'm married to a woman, so I'm I'm going to the air force. Like, no one's gonna, yeah. no one's gonna put you in front of the CEO for that. I want to know what the blokes get up to. Are they like <gasps> are just as weird as No, 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 no. Tell her, tell him, tell him, tell her fucking well, story. <laughs> well, that's funny because um, well, I joined in the 80s. Um, this is nearly my comedy script, Alex. You know this. I know. That's um, brilliant. <laughs> so, I mean, this is this is dead true. Um, I was I was married initially, and um, in the air force and the army and the navy at the time, you got kicked out for um, for being gay, oh, and um, I decided to to leave my said husband. Um, for for no other reason than than for me, and um, I, I left and I was interviewed um, because they had got wind of something and they thought it was a good idea to to, to interview me under under caution for um, a rumor that they had heard that I was seeing a, a woman. Um, I was actually still married at the time, um, only only on paper. Um, so it was it was quite an interesting time because yes I could have I could have definitely have um lost my job and it was very stressful. I mean I joined in 85 and um it wasn't I probably I left my husband in 94 and then it didn't become legal <laughs> legal until 2001 really. And even then it was very it was very difficult to to be who you were you know nobody on that day where it stopped being illegal nobody jumped out and went oh guess what I still kept it secret for years and years and I and I held a lot of people at arm's length to um to and stop them getting too close to me to get to know me better because I didn't want people to know me better I wanted to keep my private life really private and and it was I would say only in the last probably 15, 20 years of service. I mean, I did do 37 that I was comfortable with speaking to people um, about what I was, basically, and who I am. Well, yeah, because even it, it, it was 2001, wasn't it? Because I joined 2000, uh, sorry, 2000, because I joined 2001. Mm-hmm. And even when I did my interviews, because I did my interviews at 15 before I joined at 16. And even then, it was like, 
do you are you, do you have any homosexual thoughts? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. But I have, no. But I have now because you've just asked me, you've just put that seed of thought in my head. Well, it, but it was mad because even even just it was probably scary. I remember like even just like I had this big massive um it's like big massive muscly black sat major, right? And then he started going, he's like started going, Well, black people, are you racist? And I was like, no, sir. And I was like, I'm thinking, God, I'm not, obviously I'm not. But if I was, I was thinking, I've got this massive, muscly, big black man. I'm bloody 15 years old. I'm not going to be like, yep, yep, I'm racist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that was that was 2000, and that's not that long that long ago. And and the language people still used then is just when you think about it, it's just horrific, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, I didn't the, know the language that people still use now is fucking horrific. Yeah, it's just I didn't like... know a single gay person when I was in the army. There were a few lasses, sorry, there was, but there were not. I didn't know a single gay lad. Or he hadn't come out. Let's go that way. I didn't know any. I didn't know any gay lads in the army in my whole in my whole twelve years. I didn't meet one. There definitely was. Oh, there would have been, of course, there yeah. would, but none of them. Yeah. It, it was it's... still fairly new. It was only. It's like you said. It was only been. It only been legal at twelve years when I left. So mm-hmm. it's it's that sounds a long time, but twelve years isn't a long time, really, is it? No. No. It's a weird in the, thing, in the rule of in in the rule of thumb, like one in four people. One in four people, no. Ah, I wouldn't say that many. Yeah, I'd say I'd say, I'd say probably, one every thousand. Well, I don't know. This day and age, fucking hell, it's fucking hard to tell, isn't it? <laughs> They've gone from you better not be fucking gay to please be gay. Yeah, you're not coming in unless you're gay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you're not coming in unless you have surgically removed your cock. Roger. <laughs> or oh, not surgically. Oh, wow, accidentally as well. A, well, a clamp down <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, he's gone now. <laughs> so what, are the RAF boys as, as bad as us army lads? Like, we, we were absolute fiends. Like, we were horrible, horrible men when we were in the army. Oh, yeah. Or Alex can't say that because he's probably married at 10. But uh, he, he got married at about 18. Uh, but like everyone else, apart from Alex, was perfect. I mean, Alex was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think you maybe asking the wrong individual for that because I was, I, I was one of the lads. If if I'm honest, I was I was a tomboy. I was an engineer. You know, there weren't that many female engineers. Um, I was in always in very male um, dominated um, workplaces for sure. When I worked on my first. Um, Fast Jet Squadron up at Edinburgh, um, sorry, at Lucas, on 43 Squadron. I was the only female uh, on, on, on that squadron on my shift, and I was posted in as a sergeant. And when we went on detachments, the lads, were, the lads got up to some pretty sh- shocky things, but never, never gruesome or never... Never at somebody's expense. I think they're all pretty good. Out of my eyesight, they might have got up to other stuff, but I always it was always pretty, pretty decent humour, no. and there was always always the old stick that would have brought the stick out if you like if if things got too bad. I mean, yeah, lads la- used when to you, drop their pants all the time. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. We used to drop the pants. One of the favourite things was lads to drop the pants. You know, it was yeah, we, that's standard. Yeah, we do that now. Standard. <laughs> But I, I tell now. you what, do that, do that, <laughs> do that today. Gosh, it would. It took yeah. me, 
it took me a good five years when I left the army to stop getting naked in bars. Like I remember, <laughs> I, I, I was in a nightclub and then I was just like, I was just sat with my sippy mates and I was like, you know, what time it is, don't you? And I was like, naked bar. Like, and then I just like, I just jump on top of the table in a nightclub and start stripping. And then I remember one time a female, female, I wouldn't say female, female doorman, a female door person and <laughs> grabbed me and I had my pants on my ankles and she's dragging me out and I'm like, all right, let me put my pants back up. And like, you know, like, I was talking about your legs going dead fast because my pants are on my ankles. <laughs> She's like dragging me. She was a beast, like she was a beast. Like, she was about she was about twice the size that I was back then. Um, well, yeah. Do you know Naked what? bar was scouted a lot. What's your opinion? You you you, you oh. partaked partake in it. You know, you know me, Alex. I wouldn't have done that. Fuck off. <laughs> you easy have? No, nah, I haven't. I haven't. And the eighties didn't have any phones and instant pictures, so you'll never find proof. Never find proof. I love it. I know a guy. <laughs> no, and I, I never did. There was something inside me that always just said, "Marie, that's a really stupid thing to do." Could have won a cock, was it? <laughs> no. I think lashes are generally have, have a bit more morals than men. No, no, no. Yeah. Whoa, 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 mate. They're worse. What? what? Women do no, not have morals, mate. No, not no, not with certain things. I mean, getting naked. Like I, I know they've got they haven't got morals in other ways, but I mean, like don't get wrong. I know like there, there can be freaking horrible bits of kit, but I mean, <laughs> I, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, they are they are horrible. Right, in terms of like yeah, shot like they won't get like um like the football hooligan side of them, where they'll just start like stripping and fighting. And, right, fair enough. But in terms of like the shit that they get up to, they are just as bad as the blokes. Oh, like yeah. regarding cheating and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. Like, fucking hell. Fucking experienced it first hand. It's horrible. But regardless of that, we need to go on to the political side of sort of like the military. What's your opinion, Marie, on yeah. uh, women in the infantry now? Um, I think if there is a woman that wants to be in the infantry, then she must think she's capable of doing so. I think it's a pretty tough world. And if you have got the attributes to be in the inventory, then I think that they should be in the inventory. If you want to ask me, I'm fairly fit. I wasn't was a day, fairly strong and fairly fit. If I wanted to be in the inventory, the answer would have been no. It, would, it wouldn't have crossed my mind to join the inventory, although I did join a very male-orientated trade. It, it wasn't something that would have crossed my mind. But... Yeah, if they want to, if they want to do it and they are competent to do so, then yes. Well, what do you do it. What do you think? You know, of... you know you missed an opportunity there. Sorry, Alex. You know you missed an opportunity there. What for? To say if they've got the cojones. <laughs> well, well, got to be inclusive. Well, Females on, have testicles as well. Hang on, oh, where's my soundboard? Where's my soundboard? Uh, there we go. Uh, fucking hell. Well, I don't, I don't well, know who's going to pick that up. We all have testicles. We all have testicles. Ours are just about six inches inside and cold ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've never, true, fucking heard, yeah, I've never heard it said like that. That's a fucking... It's that's a true. solid... <laughs> have you ever had people tiptoe around you like in terms of like banter, do you reckon? Yeah, you've got three of them doing it now. I'm not tiptoeing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, going, I'm going straight for the jiggler every time. Um... No, I, I don't think so because um, 
as, as I said, I was I was pretty much one of the lads when I was very young, and I did that um, to fit in as well because um, you, you know I felt like you had to fit in, um, and I didn't do it, uh, and I didn't I wasn't forced to do it or anything. I just naturally did it. I wanted to fit in, um, and later days, no, I think I think you can have really quite. You know, in my higher ranks, you can have quite a lot of banter, and it would only, but it would only be very much um, at your own expense and not the expense of others. But yes, I'm sure lots of people have curved their language. Um, so, so yeah, before you turn to the, to the dark side, what um, did you have? How many, like I say, squaddies, you'll call them squaddies, but like, so did you ever go with many military military men? Is that is that really what you're asking me? On this yeah, podcast? come on. Yeah, come no. on. We want to know how many. No, you have never had a straight experience. Oh, 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 no, yeah, yeah. oh shit! I've got fucking questions. So, um, uh, what's your body count? <gasps> That's what we're scared of. But no military body count. How many military? Yeah, because the RAF's body count is definitely different to the army body count. Do you, do you reckon? I, I'm not going to answer that. What? <laughs> Pussy. No, no, I'm not going to answer. There's a lot then, obviously. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. probably embarrassingly low, but it's I'm not embarrassingly um, low. No, Ricky, what's yeah, your number? It probably is. Oh, fucking, I don't even know. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I, I lost he, he count. Many, counting. Many. He stopped. Yeah, lost count. Of fucking ten. Alex, what's yours? One. We <laughs> <laughs> got married no. at sixteen. It's definitely two because I've got two kids. Two separate. No, shagging on one bird twice doesn't count as two. Okay, Dan, it took you long enough to click onto that. Um, uh, I don't, to be honest, I don't know what my body count is. It's fucking. One, two. I was a bit wild in my younger days. It's a, yeah, probably only about seven or eight. Oh, good for you, Alex. That's very yeah. Christian of him, mate. I'm happy with that. I did more than that in the Falklands, man. <laughs> oh, God. When were you in the Falklands? Uh, 2007, I want to say. Oh. Was, I've, I've done three tours down here. Yeah, it's there. very RAF thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, 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 a few of them were RAF, about three of them were RAF, actually. Were you down at Stanley then? Doing EOD? No, I, I was in EOD at the time. I, I, was at the, I was attached to the, uh, the med. I was working with the med, med centre a lot. Oh, okay. Um, right. So my job was to drive a box of STIs to the. <laughs> yes. Or, or people who were getting the snip. Well, I do for x rays and stuff as well, but I prefer to just, I used to just like to say I was a, like a, a, an STI driver. Ricky's job was to laminate the biftrits. Which was good. I got to work around all the girls in the med centre, like from the Navy, the RAF. So that, that, was, that put me in good stead to graft. There was there was um, a lot of people who went down the Falklands that used to come back having had the snip at that um, hospital down in Stanley. Oh really? I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know many about yeah, getting the snip. Yeah, they yeah. probably didn't tell me to be honest with you because like, I used to have this little box in Biohazard. I used to get given it and then drive it down. I don't think there was any testicles in there, but <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Having a snip does not take the testicles off. Oh, does it now, not, the... Alex? They, did, they made an excuse for you. But, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, have you had the snip? Well, they told me anyway. Who? You. No. 
No. Yeah, yeah, it sounds definitely. That's, yeah. That, that sounded personal, that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you sounded a bit like Willow. <laughs> oh, <yeah>, boys. <laughs> what did you think of the Falklands? Ah, I thought it was banging me. It was I, I think if you've been in the military and you've not been to the Falklands, it's a shame. It's just a different, it's different place altogether. It's, oh, um, tell that to the infantiers. No, yeah, yeah it's a bit the Rick, the Rick out there, they have a shit. They're just fucking onion range, the fucking full time and on patrol around the fucking island. <laughs> yeah, the Rick, the Rick uh, rotates every six weeks or something now, don't they? Something like that. Or often. I thought it was about. It used to be about. I thought it used to be about four or five months, but I don't know. Uh, was Might be wrong. Yeah, I, I think there was a couple of because I we used to do four months at a time down there. I mean, yeah, you used to I, I joined up because of the Falklands War. I was um, I was probably thirteen in eighty two, yeah, and um, it just I thought, wow, wow, you know, so far away, and all these young men are down there. It was just yeah, and Maggie Thatcher. I just thought, I want, I want to, I want to contribute. I want to contribute. Maybe it's not sure. that. Yeah, what you were actually fucking thinking is I want a piece of that action. Oh, 13 <laughs> That means fucking hell. I'm, no, I'm not very good at maths, but... What's, what's the... uh, no, hold on. I would have been... Sorry, I would have been 15. I'm I'm 55 now. Jesus. I know I only sound about 20, don't I? You good do. Effort, mate. Good effort, mate. Good effort. Good effort. Sound fit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She is. Fit. <laughs> I've been to her house. Oh, you have, haven't you, Alex? How do you know each other then? Uh, for the comedy course. Yeah. Ah. Comedy course. Yeah, we did a comedy course together. Yeah, you can use and your we... uh, enhanced learning credits to jump on it. <laughs> you can't. Enhanced learning credits to do the comedy course. <laughs> no. We did a week-long course, and then we ended up doing a, a stand-up in. Um, a little place called Knoll near Solihull, and Jasper Carrot was our warm up, wasn't he, Alex? He was, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And we're going yeah. back on tour, aren't we, Marie? We are going <laughs> yeah. back. We're going back on tour, and we did the Edinburgh Fringe last year, yeah, and we're nice. doing the Edinburgh Fringe this year. Who's this? Fucking Jas- Jasper who? Jasper, Jasper Carrot. You must know the bald guy. He used to do Golden Balls. Who? What? <laughs> I was going to say, you can't remember, he's about 10 years old. Google him. Me me and Danny were on the... Me and Danny did the Mon course together. (laughs) (laughs) We both failed. Didn't we? That's how we we, we know each other. It was the Mon course. That's why we've got the bottom third podcast now. To be honest, if if you did the Mon course and you failed it, did you pass? Yeah, <laughs> that's just, that's like saying can you use a day sack at night, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. lad! Oh right, I need to. What's the uh, what's the scoff like? Oh, scran, sorry, whatever you call it. Um, in the RAF, is it? They, eat, they remember they eat in the uh, fucking hell. What do you call it? The, what do you call, we call it? Again? The mess. We the mess. mess. Oh, sorry, yeah, mess. yeah. The food's great in the RAF. We're like we're like the fucking scran house or the cookhouse. <laughs> what do they call it in the navy? They call it something else. The, ga- in the, the galley. Navy. The galley. The galley. Yeah, but yeah. all the all the lads and lasses who work in the messes now, they've all got bloody qualifications up the yin yang. They go to France and learn from Michelle Rue and all of that. Oh. Then they come and serve us in the RAF. Don't know what you do in the army. Oh, pick it up off the floor. 
then again, it's all, it's all <laughs> civvies now, isn't it? It's all fucking civvies now. It's all fucking civvy contracts and shit. This is fucking bollocks, man. man I don't know. You can't so... even get... Go on. No, you can't even get nothing anymore. You have to pay for fucking every... You want an extra slice of bread? It's like fucking 30p. Oh, man. God, man. Right, so when, I think... I don't know if Sodexo have got, like, been abolished from the army entirely. But Sodexo got uh, taken out from Wheaton Barracks and they got replaced by Side by Side. Um, so before it happened, we had, like, this sit-down. And one of the lunch checks basically made the point of, it's all well and good changing company, but if it's the same staff in different uniform, then the food's not going to change, is it? And fucking rank look, looked, looked at each other and were like, shit, we're going to have to sack people as well. That's jack as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but, but then again, it, sometimes it's what they get told. So if their higher command says, right, I'm, we're only going to give you an allowance of this per person, say, you know, a fucking two pound a fucking a, a platoon or whatever, and fucking, yeah, it's gonna be fucking shite, isn't it? It doesn't, it doesn't matter what chefs you've got. You can't. You can only cook with the fucking food you get given. <laughs> can only cook with the cock you've got, mate. As the saying goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, it's when you used to get free food. Yeah, free I do. Food. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then they used to get the married people bean stealing the fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so one of the biggest gripes of people that. Um, that that were in the air force a long time ago and all the other services was that the, the you do pay for food it used to come out of your wages before you got it given um and you used to see on your paycheck whatever 200 and odd quid or whatever it was yeah, and they said well, well i go away all the time and i don't eat in the mess and i'm fed up of paying for it so they give us a right to reply and we said that we don't want to have free food we want to pay for our food and they went through with that promise of saying, we will look at this. And that's why it all went as pay as you dine. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard this it, it only, a lot of people used to sit in the block and make cheese toasties and that. Fucking, or what, like, you know, it's getting cheap shit. They just didn't like going to the cookhouse, did they? So, I used suppose, to make noodles, me. Yeah. And you could have that hungry soldier, couldn't you? Like for yeah. poor soldiers who, who always fucking spent them pay on the first weekend getting pissed up and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hungry, yeah. Is that you, Alex? No, no. Oh. I was very fucking... I was very good with my money, to be fair. What? What's your variant of Hungry Soldier? It oh, was... We... Hungry, sorry, I mean, sorry. It'll be Hungry Aviator now. What do you think of the new term, Aviator? Aviator. Aviator. I've fucking gone sounds... Top Gun, haven't you? You've gone all Top Yeah, good. I was going to say, it sounds a bit Top Gun-ish. Yeah. What the fuck? So is that what you call people now in, in the area? If you're an Aviator? Yeah. Yeah. Because no. a soldier... Is is non gender specific and uh, yeah. sailor is also non gender specific, but we had airman and airwoman. Ah, so, so now you've made it unisex. Aviator. So, yeah. What aviator. are you Aviator. It sounds pretty fucking. I think that like Terminator or something. Like was called an aviator. So so is a marine. Yeah. You is, could, you could like that massively. Marine is unisex as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like soldier, isn't it? It's um. You could blag that fucking massively, couldn't you? I was saying, I was going, out, pilot. going out on the piss. Oh, so what do you do? I'm an aviator. Holy yeah. shit, what the fuck? And like, you just make yeah, up some wild fucking you know? job that you do. Have you seen you could... Tom Cruise in fucking Top Gun? Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an, an aviator. I'm an aviator, but what gender are you? <laughs> it does sound like you're beefing it up, doesn't it? You're an, yeah. you're an aviator. because you aviator glasses on. Fucking yeah. right. Ray-Bans? I'm a cannon fodder. <laughs> <laughs> new new army advert. We need you, the cannon fodder, Roger. <laughs> what's what what um 
what terminologies do you have? Obviously, like in the RAF, so we've got like fucking gopping and fucking shit like that. What is there any like weird sayings that you use? Oh, that, nah, they'll be the same as the army. In, yeah, I think we share. Maybe gopping. Yeah, it's. I think like you say, like Ali, fucking Ali, and fucking. Oh yeah, all, there's loads. I just can't think of the top of my head. Do, Dobby Duff. Like I've, Dobby I've Duff. I've got one. I've got one. pig. Yes, hippocrocker pig. I've never fucking heard of that. <gasps> you just brought it head. Head into my head, mate. Right. Like, it's been it. We went to, uh, so when we went to fucking Afghan, we had uh, this clerk called a battle pig, right? And it, <laughs> it, it was very fitting. This bird was fucking massive. <laughs> and uh, all the lads, like, as part of, like, the company subs one fucking day, chipped the fivers to to get, um, like, shooter's belts all bought in bulk for the lads. And obviously, it, they weren't a fiver for the belt, obviously. They put the fiver in, and then the army paid for the rest. Or the Yorks paid for the rest. And uh, one of these lads, who were like, he never got a belt, and he's fucking fuming. So what the clerk, because she was that fat, she had to fucking, <laughs> fucking put two belts together to get a fucking shooter's belt around her fucking waist, and it was fucking brilliant. Oh. You, you just sit her walking around with a front clip and a rear clip. <laughs> Why the fuck oh does she even need one? How the fuck does she even need one? Just in case she needs to deploy a pen, rapid. <laughs> yeah, well, they brought all you flashing in the... But years ago, they didn't used to have that SPS flash, which is like special pen service. You have an SPS <laughs> flash at the RAM, don't they? They used to have that. I don't know, mate. Oh, no, just, I re- remember that TikTok that you put up of uh, one of the lads that photocopied his passport and he just did the fucking front cover. Yeah, he said, someone said, take a photocopy of your passport. And it's just literally a fucking picture, photocopy of the front of the passport, not the fucking picture of the data. <laughs> fucking absolutely monging it. <laughs> Mate, I've nearly done that so many times and I've had to think. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we've all, we've, all done, we've all done stupid things when someone said something and you've done it, like literally done exactly what they've said. I think the Gurkhas are the worst for it because of the language barrier. The Gurkhas literally do exactly what you tell them to do. So if you say do something, they will literally do exactly what you say. So if you say, yeah, you've got to be dead careful, like they did with that guy when he cut the head off, you've got to be so careful with them. Oh, yeah. So they obviously get, get evidence because we're after this Taliban leader or whatever. So instead of just like taking a picture or something like that, he just fucking thought, cut the head off, put it in his fucking <laughs> day sack. Like if, you, if you say to a Gurkha, sweep the fucking parade square for gas, you'll get a brush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, they're, yeah. fucking, they're brilliant. They just yes, yeah, they just they just they just take everything a bit too far. Like they just t- take everything literally, don't they? So I think I want to I want to get onto this uh, sayings as well. Obviously, like armyisms and raffiisms and navyisms. I know that I think the navy and the marines say, "Can I have a wet of that?" And it's obviously like to... a wet brew. Yeah. Hoofing. They always say hoofing. That's a very marine term. Is hoofing good or bad? Uh, can be can be both. I've, yeah, I'm not sure. Yet. I'm not sure where you'd use that term. Hoofing to me is like it's hoofing down with rain. No, no hoofing. I've always well, that's fucking hoofing that. But then, yeah. See, Fred is is a fucking. I don't know if it's like military wide across all three branches, but I, I was trying to fucking. I was trying to figure out how to spell it. I don't know if it, I didn't know whether it was with a F or a TH, and I said it. To no, it's like, an, it's a thing. It's excellent, amazing. That's the that's what it is. Yeah, ah. so it means it's really good. Well, like what pink... does? Oh, talking of fucking hoofing. Hang on, I just remembered. They uh, say honking. Uh, honking's bad. Shut the fuck up, Ricky. I'm talking. I fucking one day at a time. Didn't even get to finish mine. Oh, 
Go on, you finish yours. Fred is, is apparently a fucking militarism. There you go. Right. Yeah. Dit nipped. Fuck it. Well, all I was going to say is talking to fucking um, uh, Goppin and stuff like that, you, Marie, are oh. the first member of our fucking podcast guest group to have an MBE. Uh. Uh. Explain. Yeah. What uh, do you do? Uh, well, it's funny. It's funny. Um. Because you don't really know what you've done, to be fair. It, <laughs> it, ju- it just kind of happens. Because um, I, I suppose, because I was a female in a very male-dominated world, I, was, I, was, I just happened to be first at quite a few things. Um, I was the first female engineer, um, weapons engineer in the Air Force. I was the first female school warrant officer in my school where we trained technical training. I did a lot of um, work with diversity and inclusion. I did a lot of work with science, technology, engineering and mathematics. And I did a lot of stuff with um, women in science and engineering. So roll that up over many, many, many years. That's what I got written up for for my MBE. Who written you up for it? It's, it'll be your boss's boss's boss. I've always so, wondered, like, I so want the to queen, MBE, so the though. queen writ you up. <laughs> well, <laughs> can someone explain has, to me what to uh, what an MBE it. actually is, like, what it stands for? Uh, uh, member of British, yeah, member of British Empire. Yeah, one monger at a time. I am an ordinary member of the British Empire. The British Empire, what Scotland, Wales, so and England. Just, so, other than letters, well, it is now. <laughs> Other than letters after your name, does that like what what perks of like life does that give you? Anything? You None at all. No, it's like it's <laughs> not even discount. like a blue, not even like a blue light card. <clears throat> Mate, I was no. seething the other month. I was seething. <laughs> I went to Starbucks, walked in the lot, and I went, "Listen, mate, can I just get a black coffee?" Uh, and you do veterans discount? They go, "Yeah." Have you got a? I think they said the blue light card. I was like, "No, I've got this veterans." Um, Mod 90. And he was like, no, I can't accept that. I was like, mate, I'm studying in front of you, showing you. A, I'm, a, I'm a, just fucking knocked the 20p off my fucking... Oh, mate, I was seething. <laughs> I nearly jumped over. Some 18-year-old told me I can't have a fucking brew with discount. Oh, well, they did it to me before, mate. Fucking my ID card was out of date because I, I still had my army ID card when you had expiry date on it. And I wanted my fucking discount on my coffee. So I she went, have you got your ID? So I held it, held my finger over the D expiry date. Yeah. And then she, then she went, let me see it. And I was like, still holding it, trying to cover the uh, expiry date. <laughs> and then she went, oh, that's out of date by like six months or something. And I was like, I said, yeah, I said, I've just forgot to get it renewed. But thanks for pointing that out. I'll make sure I get it renewed. <laughs> so I got the discount. Mate, we, we've all done that. I've done it fucking loads of times. Well, I've got my blue light card now. So I've got, obviously, get, I've got my forces veteran card, but I've got my blue light card now. So fucking sound yeah absolutely veterans can get a blue light card yeah it's I'm, only a five I'm and a cost, costco card as well for anyone listening you can get a cost yeah use that's for oh uh, yeah marie do you do any like proper gym workout e fucking stuff yes lots do you do any protein shakes or out? oh no i used to do when i was a younger woman but not anymore oh, oh that's, a sh- that's a shame because we're sponsored by cymax yeah, Simex Nutrition, man, you should get get yeah. stuck into it. Get stuck oh. into it. Uh, no, I I need less calories these days rather no, than diet, more. diet, diet protein. That's what I've got. Yeah, that's what I'm on. Me and Is Alex it? are fat, so we got diet yeah. protein. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>. yeah. <laughs>
There used to be a protein called Great Stuff around the 80s, 90s, and it was one of the first ones. I was into all that. And was it Great rate. Stuff? Yeah, well, I probably put a couple of pounds on, but I was never going to be. I don't think I've got the genetics to be anything other than what I am. We've got a female Turnbull. I've just realised this. Only you know Turnbull because he's based on a real character, isn't he? Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) Marie's probably looking at her fucking iPad like, what the fuck are these ideas on about? Oh, she's not seen the skits? (laughs) No. No. I'll have to to send you some, Marie. Oh, God. Great. (laughs) You're not on TikTok? No, I've not got time for TikTok and stuff like that. I'm I'm pretty boring, really. What do put you me do? on a stage. Put me on a stage with some um, with a microphone, and I'll do my my comedy stuff. But generally, I'm I'm pretty normal. I don't work. I'm retired. Oh, so you got no time yet. You're retired. I don't want any excuses. <laughs> well, it's it's true. It's true. People will say this to you when you're about that age to retire. See, yeah. you'll never be busier, and it's true. I do loads of stuff. I won't get out of bed once I'm retired. That's me. I'm just gonna fucking just lay in my bed till I die. <laughs> <laughs> laminate my bedding. I am just gonna be like, <laughs> just be like a fucking full time biff. Laminate biff, but not. And I'm just you, la- you lads are um, obsessed with laminating. Oh, that's yeah, all we, we do. Laminate. We Fablon, yeah. laminate, everything. We need to laminate it because it'll get wet in the field, won't it? That's it. <laughs> if it's not waterproof, you yeah, but Hang on, hang on. Right? No one's really thought about this, have they? Because if you if you get a biff to it, you ain't going into the field. Yeah, but oh, mm-hmm. fair point. you've got to like, walk about yeah, camp you, and dish out. If you walk about camp and then someone fucking sat major sees you fucking bimbling with fucking no headdress on or whatever because you've got a fucking... <laughs> uh, head, you've got scabies in your hair. Yeah, you've got scabies on your forehead, so you don't have to wear a fucking berry. <laughs> I've already I've already spun this day, but I'll tell you. So I was on crutches in, in I brought my leg in phase one and I was on crutches and a fucking gust of wind caught me fucking massive helicopter landing pad berry. <laughs> fucked off. And then I, I seen a, a squad march over. I was like, thank God for that. Went to get it. Going on my crutches. Then a gust of wind just got it and it just fucked off like a UFO, just fucking light speed <laughs> gone. And then the fucking Made me wear a fucking helmet. I had to go around with a helmet and crutches. It looked like a right fucking bella. <laughs> well, the worst, the worst three days of my life that in the army. It was fucking horrible. I, was, I got bullied to death. Everyone's going, is that in case you fall off your crutches? Yeah, it's so much, it's so much like... Is <laughs> there much, uh, much hazing in the RAF? Or like, have you got like trog idols that you've got to do and shit like that? What? You've just spoke a different language to me there. What, trog idols? <laughs> Trog idols. Have you got like initiations? Um, <laughs> well, we, I wouldn't say we have them. I think they have happened in the past, some fairly serious ones. But Marie, I'll tell you one. Marie, you don't have to be PC on here, babe. Like, I know. Say no, whatever you want. You can make it up. Gulf, I was at Moram. Gulf War One had just started and we were going to be deployed. And um, I was called in the boss's office to Marie, you, you're on the list. You're gonna you're gonna be going out. You're gonna be um, on your um, on your Todd as well. You see, so you've got to go and see um, this flight lieutenant. Waff, it was so w- women's Royal Air Force woman. We used to call it OC OC Waff. She's got to go and see her because there's uh, some stuff you've got to do. I says, oh okay. So I, I was going going over there, and someone said, what what are you going over for? I says, I don't know. And then he says, have they not told you? I said, I said, what, why? He says, you've got to do all the 
DEFCON stuff. I says, right, okay, well, we do that all the time. I kind of know, he says, no, you need to do it for when you're, when you're having a, you know, time of the month. I'm like, what? You've got to do a separate drill for when you're in the field getting a nuclear attack and you've got to have a def. So they wound me up a right kipper. <laughs> and I knocked, I, knocked oh. on, I knocked on OC Waff's door and I went in. I was only probably like, oh, what? I was maybe 19, 20. And I said, I've, I've been told to report to you to, to get some info on DEFCOM stats for when you're on the time of the month. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my. And she looked at me and she went, oh, <laughs> I think you've been wound up. I'm like, so did, did you used to have awful. did you used to have this as well? We used to have it where obviously we'd send you to like the new the new lad or last whatever you, you want would go, send him to do freaking obviously stupid things like you know obviously the old like long wait or, or they go to the med centre go to the med centre and sign out some fallopian tubes and like, <laughs> freaking, um, uh, contaminated air. Yeah, fuck, oh, there's, there's so many and just like I've not heard that one contaminated air. You just blow a bag up and then put it inside another bag and then you go, can you go and take this contaminated air to, to stores? They'll get rid of it for you. I'll take a box of sharps or something. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, there was so many. There was one with a hammer where they used to give a, give a young lad a, a hammer and then say, oh, the Sam Ages after this hammer, go and give it to him. And then like there's a note. So then he'd, he'd be sealed envelope. He'd give the note and he'd be stood there with his hammer. And obviously the note says... I fucking hate you, sir. I'm going to smash you over the head with this hammer. And this fucking young lad just stood there with a hammer in his hand. Like, why would this story from the mess? Oh, yeah, go on. Did someone drop the gold plated fork or something? <laughs> yes, someone had a cracked teacup. <laughs> <laughs> That would do be you, pretty bad in the mess. Do you just like go out in the field or not? No, I, I've I've never been what you would term is out in the field. I've been out in Jordan and Saudi and Middle East, Oman, places like that. But I I worked on air defence fast jets, so we were always well away from the action. We used to set our jets off. Then they would they would be the air defense over whatever was happening, and then they would return miles and miles and miles away from where there was any um, contact. So you're telling so I never, me. I never, go on. I was going to say, so you're telling me that there are branches and fucking cat badges within different militaries that never ever get issued a poncho and never sleep under the fucking stars. Oh That's no, Lo- loads and loads have done, but I, I never. I never did, only on exercise. But I never did it. I never did it for real. Yeah. Well, when I was in the Falcons, we we obviously you remember they used to do an exercise every was every two three months, like a, yeah. a, a mock invasion. And so then you, we had you guys got forced with everyone, even freaking air controllers, fucking mm-hmm. getting a weapon and like you know in a bunk kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah, we did remember, that, but that's not real, is it? No, no. But no, I just meant like in general, or just we just went out in the field as in getting getting a bit muddy and getting some cam cream on. Yeah. But um, but like we we had I had an RAF flight sergeant, so it's equivalent of a colour sergeant or staff sergeant, and he didn't even know how to put a rifle sling on. He was he looked about seventy five. Like, he probably wasn't that old, but he looked, <laughs> old. He looked like like a fucking Turnbull. Is it Turnbull? The old Turnbull, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked like him, right? And 
I was like, you don't know where to put rifles. And I was a fucking private at the time. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm fucking, I'm thinking I'm putting a fucking flight sergeant's fucking rifle sling on. He doesn't even know. I thought, what chance has he got to even know how to do weapon handling if he can't put a rifle sling on? <laughs> fucking mental. <laughs> there would be a lot of people that wouldn't have had done um, weapons handling tests for a, a long time. Medics would have been that ilk as well because they used to be non-combatants. So, well, you, you've got. Oh to, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. You've got to do one every fucking six months minimum, don't you? A weapon handling test. Yeah, or... six months minimum for weapon handling. Yeah. And yeah. It, and then you shoot. You've got. I think is it what a minimum of once? I think once a year. Well, it depends where you are. Though, if you're in theatre, like when Northern Ireland, we had to do it. It was uh, weapon handling every four weeks and shoot every six weeks. It's a zero your weapon every six weeks. Zero your weapon every six weeks. Yeah. Zero your weapon every six weeks, weapon handling every four weeks. Makes no sense that. I don't I don't understand. Because of the because it's like because it was obviously British, it was it's it's one of them where if anything happens in Northern Ireland it's gonna be all over the news and the first thing they're gonna say was when that when was the last time this guy did weapon handling when you know because of all the bad things that have happened in Northern Ireland. Yeah. I think the... in Northern Ireland. That what? I'm not, I'm not even getting into it. <laughs> I don't even want to get, get get the Northern Ireland thing on the go. It's a sensitive subject, isn't it? Mate, would it be out of turn for us to get someone from the IRA on this podcast? I've got one. <laughs> I know someone. I actually know someone is ex. He's ex. He's ex. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got him. Ex, yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll get Nazis on as well. Why not? He, he follows me on TikTok. He's been in my inbox. Right, we'll get him. We'll get oh, someone yeah. from that used to be IRA. Fuck it, we'll do it. <laughs> well, it's excellent. You're allowed exes on the podcast as long as you're not currently doing it. Oh, that's it. We don't, we don't want fucking IRA CEO to fucking brief him up while you're jumping on podcasts. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck it. We'll get we'll get we'll get um, Taliban leader on the lot. I'll show you a picture. I've got a picture of the guy who, who does it. Well, he's got balaclava on, like, but yeah. What the fuck is the point in that? Don't bother me. Hang on, hang on. Let me just get my balaclava out. And no, there's, nine of them. there's not nine of them all there with freaking AK 47s and that. That's gleaming. Yeah, they're like an old picture from when he was younger, when he was a young lad. Yeah, fuck it. We'll, we'll he was a sound lad, actually. But he was a sound lad, actually. Yeah, I've got, had a good chat with him. That's fucking wild. I'm trying to think of like... Anyway, anyway, redirecting fire back at Marie. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, where you been? Where have I been? Yeah, it, anywhere, it must... anywhere ex- Yeah, it's like in military um, service, in... anywhere exciting. Said... Yeah, I've, um, I went to Hong Kong. What? With the RAF? Yeah. Yeah? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to be British well, I, d- I didn't actually. I went, well, I did go with the RAF, but I was playing combined service squash. It was lovely. I was going to say. Yeah. It was, it was Most British of my exotic... Yeah. Exotic places were all with my sport. Australia, Hong Kong. Joking. America. Stuff like that. And all the sandy places were all work, work-related. I'm fuming, mate. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I've ever been. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bit pissed off as well now. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. Mm. There, no. There's no, there's no so equality you... among the fucking the branches. Well, I, I suppose it depends what you join join up as. I suppose, doesn't it? In, honestly, just don't join the infantry. If you're listening to this podcast, let's just disband the infantry. There's no need. Fuck the infantry. <laughs> you don't get to go skiing. You don't get your quad bike license. You get fuck all from it. Sniper card is take the piss. NCO card is a shit. 
Your rank always take the piss out of you. You don't get bullied anymore, so that's fucking shit. Your battle buddy might hey, be a they, might be a they them. Hey Ricky, should we just let him fucking have a bit of a rant? Yeah, clearly. I'll go on a fucking rant, mate. Hang on, let me just rile me up. <laughs> let me just get your tampon in, babe. Did, did, did you lads have senior like we used to have senior toms as well? Like, it used to be a senior tom would be someone who's basically a seventeen year private. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. He used, to, he'd be, he used to tell you what to do, and even though you'd be like, but you did what you back then. You would do as you were told. If a senior tom told you what to do, like when I was eighteen, if a you know a 40, 47 year old private was telling me what to do. It was like I did as I was told. You know what I mean? Hey, new, new lads, now, new lads think, just disregard that, mate. Yeah, but now Ricky, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Ricky, don't, stop fucking lying. You did as you told whoever it was, even if it was a junior pod. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Can you stay as a private for that long? Can you? Yeah, we had a thirteen-year guardsman when I got to battalion. Does anyone remember that rumor? They used to be called. Uh, maybe they did it years ago. There used to be what was called the uh, the what was it called? Where if you did you did your full twenty two years as a as a private or something, you would be you would be uh, you would get a like a pension of an RSM or something like that. Yeah, it's something mad. Yeah, because like this, uh, the lad who was a thirteen year private when I uh, thirteen year guardsman when I got to battalion, he uh, he was he kept getting told that he has got to do his uh, lance corporal's course, and he kept telling him to fuck off because. Uh, it actually dropped pay and significant amount of pay, so he just kept fucking telling them off. Uh, yeah, I'm sure off. there was a, a rumor where it was like if you did, did 22 years as a private, but then they, I was got told you get you get your lance check in your last fucking like six months or something, so they didn't have to pay it. I did do it 22 never years, you get your lance check six months before you leave. Fucking first time I've heard of this, I don't have a clue, man. Oh, fucking, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do some research on that. Put it, put it on your TikTok, man. I will. I'll do some homework and I'll I'll, I'll put a video about it. I might have just made it up. It might have been one of them old wife's tales that's been spread for many years. <laughs> Man, just... Probably. He used to be incremental, didn't it? Yeah, it still, it still is, isn't it? Well, it, it, to, it, to, to a degree, yeah. but I think it used to be incremental year on year. But we're, talk, we're talking in the 70s, probably. Yeah, but then when the LSSA days, or whatever it was called, it's changed the name. And you used to get LSA or LSSA, and you just went three levels, and then you just about 30 levels. Yeah. Like, because when I was in, there was only three originally. There was like low, middle, and top, and then oh, you used to about 30. That just reminded me. So, you know, like when I got shot in Afghan? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I obviously got fucking medically fucked off back to the UK, but they, um, they kept paying me uh, all my fucking danger pay and everything. You know, like oh, tour yes. pay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I got all of that. I I got I kept getting paid all of that while I was at home on sick leave, building up the LSC days. Yeah, just fucking, <laughs> just absolutely getting fucking levered all the time because I just had like fucking three grand going into my bank every fucking month. It was wild. Was and they never, and then they never fucking took, they never took me off it either before they uh, medically discharged me. Now, maybe that load of them felt a bit guilty because, like, you have just been fucking know. shot, there. You I deserve know. it. I mean, that, I mean, technically, yeah. technically, your eye was still in Afghan, so it counts. No, no, I brought my no, my I didn't actually get shot out. <laughs> All right, I know we know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying it in case we're just trying it in case there's any fucking people from Glasgow listening. Glasgow seethed. Who the fuck? You should, be, you should you should be still getting the money now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's overpaid this red ass? Well, I reckon that's why my fucking pension's so high because I like, I'm I got fucking 
uh, fucking whacked in a particular fucking time zone uh, in regards to the fucking compensation scheme pension. So I, I fucking, yeah, I get a full-time wage without even getting out of bed. That's oh, yeah, lucky, lucky yeah. bastard. I would give an eye for that. <laughs> well, get some insurance, oh. mate, and I'll fucking come up. <laughs> you deserve it, Alex. You deserve it. Ah, you do, yeah. Alex. Yeah, you definitely do. I wasn't trying to blow my own trumpet, by the way. I just, he does. He wants us all to drink his ass now. <laughs> if you want. If you're offering. <laughs> I drive a Lamborghini. Fucking hell. Chill out, mate. <laughs> uh, mate, I'm trying to think. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not average. <laughs> there was a pay thing that um, I was going to spin then. I can't fucking remember what the fuck I was going to say. What was on I about? What? LSA uh, or something else. Yeah, I can t- tell you one about pay with I remember when the first introduced GPA first came, that, obviously the computer thing, and um lads were like you could put in like what was it where you like a like an advance or something because you were going on you're going on somewhere and you could claim your cash advance. Lads That's were, right. lads were putting them in because it was skinned and putting like a cash advance in for like five hundred quid for for obviously blagging it and then when the some lads were getting away with it, and they're doing audit, and lads were just getting absolutely fucked. Like, obviously getting done, get, getting sent to college a lot because obviously it's fraud, fraud in the army, isn't it? Loads yeah. of lads were doing it because just wanted to go on the piss. So just fucking putting a cash advance in and then getting paid like off JPA, fucking gleaming. Travel claims were a big fraud, weren't they? Everybody had a granny and John O'Groats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh right, yeah. that was one. So there was a there was a clerk in the Lanks, I believe. And uh, what he did, he just he created like fucking one thousand five hundred soldiers just randomly, and like he'd take one pound off all the fucking off all the wages and put it into his own account, and uh, basically Glasgow caught on to him because none of these fucking lads were going on exercise or anything or like going on carders, so they like, started investigating these bluff accounts and figured out that this fucking clerk was just getting an extra fucking set of wages for free. Wow. Fucking oh, mental. Yeah, oh, that's fucking mental. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool, to be fair. Fucking I suppose a lot that's of like Bruce, Bruce does millions. <laughs> yeah. I suppose a lot of trusting clerks, really. Oh, yeah. Because fucking, if you're a chief clerk or something like that, you've got quite a lot of fucking power. Obviously, unless you get audited, well, obviously, you do audits, but if you if you, if you get a fucking good blag, I suppose, I bet there's been loads of fucking dodgy clerks in the, in the, over the years. 100%, man. It'd be hard to do now with with them. it's all automated isn't it yeah you put, well, your, now, put your own claims in jpa was it was a new system back then all them years ago but now obviously they, they, they get the teething problems don't they and start going right see where squad is the fucking fucking the army over or the military over and then they clamp down on it it's like anything there's always when things first start there's always loopholes isn't there yeah i really can't think of that wage thing now but yeah it's fine you know the youngsters that are joining up now they they won't get an immediate pension. Oh really? Why? Joking. Yeah. No. The pension's completely changed. And you know, when people who have served and they're on their like 14, 15, 16 year point and they don't want to give up because that twenty two year line was always there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. As if oh I'm not giving up now because I'm gonna get my immediate pension at twenty two. Yeah, that's that's no longer there anymore. It's oh, it's very very different. Yeah, they've they've got I, rid of the that's uh, wild. They got rid of the mm. uh, ten grand if you got out and fucking joined the reserves. 
they got rid of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, basically if you fucking left and then you got, got onto the reserves before, like, your fucking, your call date ended, then you'd have to, like, redo depot. They, they should give you a 10 grand lump something there and then. Uh, it's, it's partly why we're having such bad retention, you know, because you, nobody's got that hook in you. Nobody's got that pension hook that we, yeah. we used to call it the pension hook and you used to stay in, but people don't have that anymore. They used to do so, bonuses as well. So what they do is a trick here. So what they do is they go like, obviously after you, you can get out on your fourth year or whatever, trying for third, get out on the fourth. So then what they do is give you five-year money and you get two and a half grand at five years. So then you then you go, I'll just stay an extra, well, really get an extra two years because you don't sign off on your third and get out on your fourth. You end up getting out, you, you can sign off on your fifth and you think I've got two and a half grand. But then you get eight-year money, so you think I've done five years, I may as well wait till I get my eight-year money. Then people think, oh, the 12 years I get my half pension. And it's like, there's always an incentive just for a couple more years. And that's what yeah. people kept doing. And that's yeah. what I did. And I was just like, and then obviously I, I took redundancy, so I got a big payout anyway, so I was happy. But if I hadn't got if I hadn't got my payout for redundancy, I would have uh, I would have stayed in. They mm -hmm. fucking they've got rid of that as well. I was literally one of the last blokes to fucking so I claimed like uh so is it five and then eight in it? So I I claimed my five and then obviously I couldn't fucking stay long enough to get the eight. So I just fucking I just, uh, obviously I got to seven and then just left. So that's few. Anyway, what but... what do you lads do now for a living? Fuck all this. I know you don't do anything. Uh, and then I'm a I'm a chauffeur, so I, I drive. Uh, <laughs> I drive, I drive uh, like, it makes me giggle every time you fucking say that. I don't know, but I drive like, <laughs> family and stuff, but also like the company. So I pick up, like, yeah, just do all sorts of driving about. Get Mercedes V class and that. It's all right. It's pushy enough. Can't yeah. complain. Cool. Yeah, and I, I, I just, how'd you do this, mate? Wait, waiting for you the just day do I start getting, I'm waiting for the day I start getting paid for it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> you might be waiting a while. I don't know, unless the army wants to sponsor time. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a no. Well, you never know. Maybe, maybe the Navy. Oh, the RAF. You never know. Well, yeah, I think... Yeah, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean, fucking no, Marie? Like, this is top-quality podcast material. This is the We're best. Good for recruitment. It, it, well, it, it is, Alex. I, I absolutely agree. Should all be paid for it, but um, <laughs> maybe it's in a different life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll make it happen. Well, is, is there any further questions, or should we knock it on the head here? Yeah, we'll knock it on the head here. Yeah? Sounds like thanks, Ricky wants Thanks, away. boys, for having me. Oh, thank you for jumping on. Yeah, yeah, thank you for being our first female. Thank you. I don't, I don't know what I expected, but I don't think I was expecting that. Well, good. That's it. It's just talking <laughs> shit. I would pre-warn. I would pre-warn pre the next girl. That's right. Yeah, oh. she knows. I've already. Given nah, her she's right. right. She's a fucking block rat by the sounds of it. So it'd be fine. Yeah. I might, I might have used a calculator for my body count number. Oh. <laughs> well, let's finish off with your body count. Let's make it up. But no one, no one needs to know. <laughs> About twelve. Twelve. Sorry. Oh, that sounds. Yeah, Respectful. That. <laughs> that was bang on the forecast. If I count all the times on my own, we're in the thousands. <laughs> <laughs> all the toys. As See, well. that's the that's the type of content we like, Marie. Come on. Sorry. It might my, my um, stand up's much funnier than I've been tonight. I've been a bit candid tonight, only because yeah. I don't know where this is going. The internet, just what the internet, mean? just the, the world wide web. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we only we, we only get thousands and thousands of listeners. It's fine. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I'm very pleased I've done it. Sweet. Oh, yeah. it's a pleasure. Thank you. Have you, do, have you done a podcast before, Marie? No, have I, heck. I've done live radio. Oh, shit. So we popped your cherry as well. Uh, you've popped my cherry. Oh, so that's 13, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's three of us. I've done here, so. li- Live radio on Shri- Radio Shropshire, yeah, but that was a bit boring, so yeah. Yeah, we don't well, do boring here. Radio, yeah. Yeah, radio sorry. Yeah, radio Shropshire.